welcome to the SK Strength Show, where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness, and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the SK Strength Show. Um, So before I get into what I'm actually going to talk about today, just want to ask anyone who's listening to this, if you enjoy it and enjoy the stuff that I talk about and think it's useful or find it useful in some capacity, just do me a favour and share it with somebody else. Send I don't know, an episode you liked to somebody else that you think would benefit from it, or even just send them this one. Um, I would very much appreciate it because I'm putting in a bit of time for these and uh, it'd be great to have more people listen to it. Anyway, uh, what I want to speak about today is essentially a client story, um, but I guess it's a, it's about... I guess the crux of it is sort of how you get back from injuries and how you get back from pain. Um, and more specifically with back pain, um, with this particular story. So did a post about this client, I've done an email that actually went out today about this client, um, and all seemed to have gone down very well. So I thought I'd just speak a little bit more about it. Um, and yeah give a bit more maybe a bit more context a bit more kind of uh nuance to the stuff that i was saying on instagram and such seeing as there's only so much you can convey over instagram really isn't there um anyway so this story is about my client heather who i've now been training for i'm gonna go with 17 months so basically nearly a year and a half um and last year i think it was around february or march sort of time so yeah around this time last year um she was really struggling with back pain and at this point we were training twice a week for an hour together um and she was she just came in one day and said you know back's really hurting it's stopping me from being able to run because she likes to run as well as come to the gym and and lift weights and yeah it was just getting in the way and we she was essentially not able to train that productively for at least a little bit and this is the what we did to get her back to her best and then beyond so then if you look have a look on my Instagram, you'll see a video of her deadlifting 100 kilos for three reps for a a very big personal best. Um, And what we did was actually nothing special, really, to be honest. Um, I know that doesn't sound very enticing and that you should continue listening if it's not very special, but I think you still should because we often look for the 
complicated and complex answer when more often than not the simple answer will suffice and gets the job done and it's essentially a testament to what patience and focusing on what you can do rather than what you can't do can help you through these situations and you know come out of the other come out the other side better than than you were in the first place because injuries and pain and all that sort of stuff are things that essentially stop people from from training a lot of the time or or derail their progress and make just make it not very fun um i know with my own um personal injury struggles that it and i'm somebody that absolutely loves training and it's what i want to do all the time maybe not all the time <laughs> but a lot of the time uh, and i look forward to it and being injured and not being able to you know really sort of go for it and train in the way you want to uh, it does sap your motivation and makes things a lot more difficult so i think it's important to know what you should do in those situations um and i guess potentially what advice is out there that you should maybe just either ignore or treat with some healthy skepticism i think maybe that should be the new uh title of this podcast it should be called healthy skepticism with sk strength because that is how i think you should approach a lot of the advice that you see about health and fitness on social media in particular anyway that's a topic for another day so before i actually get into heather's specific story um just kind of wanted to i guess go over a little bit about what the typical advice has often been for people that have hurt themselves whilst exercising or you know experiencing pain whatever it is and this i mean this is purely from my lived experience and from what i've heard from other people but i particularly i don't i don't think it's quite as uh commonplace anymore um but i remember i would get little pains and injuries when i was younger when i was first starting to train uh because i was probably pushing myself way too much and could have done with somebody reining me in a bit and you know it'd be like an elbow a wrist a knee whatever it is and i would go into the doctors you know i mean usually i didn't really go to the doctors for stuff because um because i'm lazy and i would just let it uh solve itself on its own which is actually probably the overall lesson uh <laughs> of this whole podcast so if you don't need any more detail than that then um then you can just stop listening now um anyway so i'd go to the doctors when you know if it wouldn't sort itself out if in four weeks six weeks whatever and almost every single time they would tell me to take like six weeks off of uh lifting um you know take some painkillers that sort of thing and that's just very very bad advice um which i'm sure most doctors wouldn't give now 
Um, and I even sort of, I didn't know back then that it was bad advice, but I either just ignored them uh, because I didn't want to listen to that advice uh, or the nicer way to think of it is that I just knew deep down in my soul that that was bad advice, even though I didn't quite have the knowledge to piece that together yet. And the reason this is bad advice is because, well, for a start, say you've like hurt your wrist and they just tell you to take, like rest it for six weeks. Um, you've still got so many other things you can do uh, in the gym or whatever the, the training is that you're doing to to keep you active and keep you doing stuff whilst that heals up if that was the, the approach you were going to take so the time you would take that approach is if you like broke a bone or something like that this is not advice for if you've had like a trauma type acute trauma type injury where you've you know fallen and broken a bone or like tore a ligament or something like that this is absolutely not advice for that in fact maybe a bit of a disclaimer um i'm not a physio this is just how I work through general training pains. If you have a specific injury or something like that, um, I'm not going to be liable for you causing yourself any any damage by listening to this advice. Go see a physio if you feel like you need to. Um, I've completely lost what I was saying there. Um, oh yeah, so you can train lots of other things, obviously. Like if you hurt your wrist, you can still train your legs, etc. Um, but the other thing that makes it terrible advice is that all that rest does while yes, it's likely that the pain will, um, improve itself. Um, you will detrain a fairly significant degree. So say if you, uh, so, I mean, the, the example that I'm about to, to go through, it was deadlifts that were the real problem when we were trying to train because obviously because of our back um so if we were to just take loads and loads of time off of doing deadlifts or any sort of hinging motion she would just become completely detrained to doing that and what i mean by that is her capacity for those uh, areas of her body and just herself generally to handle tra- though how she train let me try that again uh, her capacity to handle training around that area would be reduced so particularly if you're um, not working with a coach and don't have much knowledge on this yourself if you were to take this approach of just resting and then going back to it six weeks later when it feels better i am pretty confident in thinking that you'll probably aggravate it a bit because you'll then try to essentially just go back to what you were doing before but not only have you detrained and um not been able to continue doing the exercise you were doing so that's just reduced your capacity to do it. So you're actually kind of behind where you were before. Uh, but also we we tend to 
feel like we need to push ourselves really really hard all the time and that it's not worth it if we don't do that and what you're gonna hear through this story is that you know a lot of stuff we did some you know some of the sessions we had where we were doing the deadlifts were you know she's probably doing sets that were like really really far from actual like muscular failure so generally we want to be within five reps of that for for strength and muscle growth um but some of the sets we would do were would barely register on, on the rp scale to be totally honest with you particularly on the on the low end um so i'll get actually into heather's story now that we're 12 minutes in already um so like i said at the start she hurt hurt her back not really doing anything specific it was just kind of non-specific low back pain which is what it's called in in this world or just in any world to be fair that's just what it's called um and it was limiting her running and her lifting so when she first came in and did this like i would do for anybody that came in with any sort of um limiting injury pain or doesn't even have to be pain or injury sometimes if someone just comes in and it's just like i cannot really be asked today or they're very tired or stressed or whatever um any good trainer will take into account those things and adjust the intensity of the session as necessary so that's what i did in this scenario is we ended up having to i think we reduced the weight she was doing on deadlifts to by about maybe 50 percent. so i think she was working with around 85 kilos at the time and i'm sure that there was a, there was one session where we did actually maybe even less than than 50 we maybe did like 30 or 40 kilos for a few sets and then just moved on and there were some days where actually we didn't do any deadlifts or any deadlifts heavy ones from the floor we did like maybe some some very light rdls or something like that and each time she came in for a session we would just work up to what was comfortable and when i say comfortable um i guess the general rule of thumb is is it around a four out of ten on the pain scale or below um does it not get worse as the weight gets heavier um or even get better as the weight gets heavier as you warm up um and is the client you know comfortable with putting that weight on the bar which i would never put weight on the bar that they're not comfortable with and we would just work up to what she was what she could do for that day and outside of that we trained pretty normally um squats maybe we also had to reduce a little bit um generally the heavier stuff was where we had to reduce stuff 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 just say stuff over and over again <laughs> that's not very good um teaching really is it i should say um mainly the heavier exercises was where we had to reduce the intensity there we go that's much uh much uh more intellectual way of saying that and yeah like i say encourage her to stay as active as possible doing things that felt good 
or at least felt doable. So I think for a bit of time, she actually didn't run for a while and it was just a few long walks and some limited lifting. Um, we maybe did a little bit more upper body stuff, um, slightly more uh, leg machines as opposed to leg free weights just to get her to be able to push those sometimes with leg exercises if you've got a bad back or or your you know your abs are really sore or something like that because you have to transfer the force from your legs through your core to whatever weight you're holding whether it's like squatting with weight with a dumbbell in your hands or or bar on your back um sometimes if you're really limited there it's good to use machines to really really push those leg muscles without being uh, limited that's not the point of this podcast either um and then over the, so over the course of the year we basically were able to build her back up to the weight she was working with previously so i think it probably from let's say it, i'm going to take a gamble and say it was was end of february last year this was and then i would say by kind of mid summer midsummer murders um she was back up to pretty close to previous weights um and then because of um holidays and illnesses and stuff like that we it's not that we weren't training we were obviously still training but you know we'd have like three weeks and then she would maybe she would be on holiday and then you know it was kind of it was a little bit uh hit and miss over over summer in terms of training we again kept doing what she could do and the weights were kind of creeping up but not quite so much and then from about september through to december which is when she hit the 100 kilos um very consistent training strung a lot of good weeks together and the numbers just went up and up and up and then culminating in that 100 kilos a couple of weeks before uh christmas which was was nice. We had planned to do it the week before Christmas, but then things just felt good the week before, and we just thought, ah, I'll just do it now. Um, which is, again, really the crux of all this, is doing what you can do on the day and allowing that to fluctuate, whether it's in a positive or a negative direction. So like I said there, we went for that 100 a week early just because things felt really good and she knew she could do it on that day. So doing what you can do also allows you to take advantage of good days, not only to give yourself a break on the not so good days. And that's literally all we did. Um, I do wish I had a more interesting method to sell you, but genuinely with um, sort of non-specific pain from training, it is almost always as simple as this um there are times where you would have to reduce things down a lot more there might be times where we did take deadlifts out for a while and had to change training a lot like my um my knee injury from from last year um we had to change my training a lot because i could barely do a bodyweight squat with both feet on the floor which um now that I think back to it, that was pretty awful. Um, so the extent to which you do this depends on the person, depends on the pain level, and depends on what they want to get back to doing. 
So we, the whole point with getting people back from injury is getting them back to doing what they want to be doing, not getting them doing loads of non-specific exercises and then the pain subsides because they're not really doing anything particularly challenging and then they just go back to the training they wanted to do and they're really detrained and don't really know how to manage their workload and just get injured again. That's how that happens over and over and over again. And that was another thing that I was going to say about all of that. Will it come back to me? Yeah. Uh, so although I'm saying how simple and um, yeah, how simple this can be, um, that doesn't make it easy. The same way that the things you have to do to lose weight can be very simple, but they're not easy. Um, and the things you have to do to get stronger or to build muscle are generally very simple, but not easy. Um, so we obviously had a lot of frustrating sessions where you feel like you're making a bit of progress and then she comes in one day and the pain is much, much worse. And those frustrating days are when I think having a coach becomes very, very handy because it allows you to keep everything in check and uh, look at things with a, the perspective that, that you need to, um, which I think Heather would definitely would say, um, you know, when you're working your way back from it, so say, I don't know, for using the numbers that um, I was for, so let's say we had to strip it all the way down to 40 and we were trying to get back up to 85 and let's say we'd got ourselves up to like 60, 65 or something like that. And it was generally feeling okay and progressing. And then we have a session where actually we did, you know, the last warm up set of 55 and it just didn't feel very good. Um, and that is obviously quite disappointing when you come in expecting to hit a fair bit more and then your last warm up is like, oh, no, I need, think I need to just stick with this. Um, that's when you have to sort of zoom out and, you know, sometimes people go, oh, no, I was just really annoyed, want to put on that same weight as before. Um, and you have to remind yourself that it doesn't really matter the specific weight we do today, as long as when we zoom out and overall your trajectory is going back up to where you want to be, that's the important thing. So you're going to have, again, not everything's, not everything's linear. Um, none of this progress is ever linear, really, whether it's pain, whether it's weight loss, whether it's strength gain, whatever it is, all of it is this wiggly night, wiggly line going up and down. And it's either going um, trending in the right direction or trending in the wrong direction. The individual uh, peaks and troughs of, of that line are not important, really. So keeping that perspective was is difficult to do on your own. So that, that is where it was handy that we had in-person sessions uh, together so that also, she could just vent her frustrations a little bit because sometimes you do just need to do that. You need to have somebody that you can say how annoying you're finding it um, rather than just having it all in your own head because then when you voice it, sometimes you are then able to rationalise it a little bit for yourself and not actually not even need me to necessarily say anything. Um, 
so the lesson from this uh i guess is just about the simplicity of what you need to do to to get back from from pain and injury but also pain and injury are a totally normal part of everyday life whether you are active or not um the risk of injury during lifting is very low especially compared to other sports um but it's also obviously not zero um however the risk of not exercising and actually the risk of not lifting is very high and well documented so yes there is risk to everything there's risk to any exercise and activity you could take up but the risk of not doing it we know is much much worse um so i'm taking the the risk of feeling a bit of pain and injury here and there over the risk of a lifetime of not exercising um and people that are sedentary and don't exercise are often in just as much if not more pain than those that are active um haven't looked into i'm sure i'm certain there is research on this that about the difference in uh prevalence of pain between active and non-active populations and i'm certain it would back me up that the non-active ones are in pain more often but i'd have to double check that so don't correct me on that um but even from just anecdotal from speaking to clients before and after they've started training with me almost all of them have some sort of nagging pain before they start exercising and almost all of them that pain either greatly subsides or goes away with regular exercise so i don't think the worry of injuring yourself or experiencing pain from exercise is a good reason to not do it if you are worried about it then seek out some extra support to help yourself kind of get over that barrier um and yeah just be be careful with the the coach or the pt you pick because some of them some of them will make that fear worse um which is not helpful um we want to be movement optimists um i was about to get into something there that i would probably start talking about for ages so i'm not going to do that maybe i'll do that another time um so if you're experiencing pain at the moment from your exercise or you know during exercise before exercise after whatever um main thing is just remain calm don't over overreach yourself overextend yourself when you're doing exercises um try to particularly in the gym try to do exercises that feel good don't aggravate it if you have ones that are a little bit uncomfortable but you can manage them don't load them up too much just see what you can do without being too worried about it and like i say seek some support seek some support and or adjust your exercises as needed without just stopping and waiting for this pain to subside because it's a part of life we want to continue to train whilst that pain gets better the same way that with fat loss 
I want you to continue your life whilst you lose fat. We don't want to, we can't just keep putting things on hold until things get better because something else is going to come up that's going to get in the way just as much as that did. So it's all about, like Dory says, just keep swimming. Or if Dory was a bodybuilder, just keep lifting. Or if Dory was a runner, just keep running, et cetera, et cetera. Although that version of that running version of Dory is essentially Forrest Gump. Um, don't know if there's a potential for a crossover there. Probably not. Um, maybe that's the next thing I can work on. Anyway, that is me basically done. Um, I hope you enjoyed that little, I say little story. This is probably the longest podcast I've done in a while, actually. Um, so at the minute, I'm actually just gearing up to do another intake of the Confidence Kickstart program. Um, so if you would like some support with your exercise to get yourself into good habits, uh, take on a program that is going to be manageable for you, that is not going to overextend you, that is going to allow you to build up your confidence in the gym or out the gym and essentially work with me to get you on your way and get you moving, get you eating good, um, get you feeling good predominantly. That's the main thing that I want from it. Um, and if we do all those things, you'll probably lose a pound or two along the way if that's your thing and that's something you want to do. Um, so the, the intake will actually um, start the program towards the end of March. Um, so I'm talking about this a little bit early. But if you would like more information about it, then message me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, SK Strength, just saying confidence, and I will give you some more information. We can have a chat about it, um, and I can kind of get you signed up as soon as possible because I'm going to only take on, I can't remember how many it was. Yeah, I think I'm only going to take on six, uh, going to put six spaces out. So if you'd like to secure one of those, then, like I say, send me a message and I will have a chat with you and see if it's the right thing for you. And if it's not the right thing for you, we'll find something that is. So thank you for listening. Like I said at the start, um, please share these podcasts with somebody you you love very dearly that you think would benefit from listening to me uh, talk to myself about these topics over and over again and make sure you're following following the show that sounds so annoying uh i just i just remembered that um subscribe is not what you do i don't know if you do on spotify but i know on apple music you do like follow the you follow the, the podcast you don't subscribe to it but it just sounds so much more annoying um i'm gonna stick with stick with subscribe so make sure to subscribe for more of these every week still sticking on two a week um so yeah hope you've enjoyed that and i will see you on the next one